What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael. I'm here with Tony DeCero, Trip Turlington, and Mo Dingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you fellas doing? They're good, man. Yeah. Doing it. And yeah. special returning guest for your own episode, actually in person this time, yes. the one and only Mr. Fatty Lumpkin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks, guys. <laughs> for so, those of you that don't speak, that speak Spanish, that's oh, what? El Gato. No, that's cat, right? (laughs) (laughs) El Gordo Lumpkin. (laughs) Apparently, it's a horse from Lord of the Rings. Really? I found out way later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You should have trademarked it first, man. I thought it was just a joint. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. Very nice. Very nice. So... We have a lot of things, I think, that we can talk about today, but I, I want to start with a bit of news because today, the day that we're recording, there was actually a new hardware announcement, which Trip brought up right before I hit record. I said, wait, 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 wait. And then he told me, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Save it for the, save it for save the camera. Show. So Rain announced the release of the Mark II versions of the uh, 12, which is the players, the turntable controller style players, and the Rain 72 Mixer, which is that uh, battle style mixer, kind of like the the Pioneer S9 style with the uh, momentary paddle switches for the effects mm. and all that kind of stuff. Kind of the big deal with the mixer is it comes with better faders now. It's got Mag4 faders, um, in- including the cross fader. Um, and they actually added an external tension adjustment for the cross fader so that you can, you know, oh. without even opening the case, you can adjust that. That's, That's nice. nice. Tension yeah. of the cross fader. Um, and then they actually they added a couple of things, like uh, they have dual DVS inputs now. So on the back of that mixer, one of the inputs for each channel says aux, and it, it will accept that as timecode input now. So I oh. guess if you want to kind of expand your setup or whatever. Um, but those kind of setting uh, changes are, are firmware updates that are actually coming to the first mixer. So if you own the first one, you don't necessarily want to upgrade just to, you know, unless you really want those faders. But then they, and they if you're going to do that, faders... go ahead and hit us up on the Passion DJ Marketplace. <laughs> well, those faders are replaceable. And so they oh, said so they're can... going to make these faders available for owners of the original 72. Oh, so nice. you can actually just swap them in. So the... it's, it's, it's pretty similar um, in that regard. However, the Rain 12 Mark II kind of the big deal about that you know, everybody saw this uh was it jazzy jeff or was it craze i can't remember that somebody posted a live stream i want to say oh and craze. someone was like hey what's that mixer they're like wait a minute that's the rain 12 that, that but was there's more buttons yeah that was craze yeah like what's going on yeah. with that and, and so it, this Forgot is about what that. it was yeah. um the big deal with that is it's not just for serato anymore they've mm. opened it up at least oh. for dvs and midi uh, usb midi control for tractor and virtual DJ. So they've kind of, you know, not the mixer, that still requires Serato, but now you can get those kind of rain turntable, you know. Here's hoping for that next stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, so what I don't know is how how tractor and virtual DJ friendly is it really? Like, is it literally like going to be the same experience as it is with Serato? Or is it one of those you got to get in there and start MIDI mapping? Yeah, and all have of they that? Yeah, have yeah. they been friendly like that before across platforms? Rain? Yeah, no. 
They've okay. been pretty Serato centric for a long time, haven't yeah, they? Yep. Yeah. Um, It'll see. be interesting to see if this is their first go around. Patty, have you ever played on the? You're kind of a rain guy, right? Have you ever played on the twelves or the any of the newer rain I have mixers? Not yet. I have not. Yeah. Tried any of that. You use stuff. a fifty-seven or fifty-six? The, the, fifty-seven. Yeah, so, and so you you've probably been beating on that thing for for, for a about while. Ten huh? years. Yeah. yeah. They they can take it. Right. Yeah. I yes. say it obviously <laughs> obviously sturdy. Yeah. yeah. So for for those of us in our audience who aren't aware, you're an incredible scratch DJ, and you're not Thank easy you. on, he on yeah. equipment. Right? He I. He I. He I. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Like Rain has been the best. Uh, you know, Vestex ruled the world for a right. long time, but then yeah. Rain came out with those. That thing's had a beer spill in it, um, <laughs> and, and it still goes just like you know, right all the package. Yeah, their yep. faders and everything have just been key for a long time. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's cool because this is kind of the you know the spiritual successor to a mixer like this. Um, you know, just adding the all the modern, the, the fancy waveform screens and the you know the new paddle style effects and all that. Um, and then with the the twelves, the players, uh, they also added a little, just a tiny little OLED screen and it shows like your bpm and stuff like that and they added a scroll knob and a back button for browsing tracks and stuff which they probably did because they added virtual dj mm-hmm. and uh, tractor support because now you might not be using it with the mixer which has all that stuff on it right. now you might pair it with a, a, a tractor z2 or something so like that soon you know? to be just a turntable you can plug a usb in and leave it at that and go with it Hopefully the You've next a, couple versions. You, you would imagine that's where it's like the, the a newer version of remember the old Technics yeah, yeah. ones that they had. I, yep. I think it was. I them. owned a pair for about six days. Hated. <laughs> 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 there was someone that that hacked a hacked it a few years ago. A Russian guy who put a small hard drive. That's right. Yeah, in that turntable. That. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and then they changed the the start stop button to be a, a plunder style like this the, from the techniques, so just to make it a more familiar thing. So again, you know, little iterations, little little changes, um, couple of creature comforts, but nothing na- major. Just kind of a nice update for, especially if you don't already own it, uh, or if you're a tractor virtual DJ user, <laughs> maybe you're giving those a second look where mm-hmm. you weren't before. So um, the seventy two Mark II and the. Uh, 12 they both yeah, released I just in saw third that. I just quarter. saw the price. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep, the 72 is 18.99, the 12 is 8.99 each. Okay. I mean, so, yep. that's pretty much it. Oh, and I also I put together an initial kind of overview video for the DJ hookup. Uh, you can go check that out in the description box below. And then I don't know if you caught it, but how we were just disentractor on the last episode, they actually <laughs> finally did a little bit of software updating where now you can do smart playlists yeah. um, on uh, DJ Pro 3. I mean, it's something because uh, we haven't really seen a lot in about nine-ish, almost a year. Yeah. So it's a little bit something. And I guess there's more of a push where they're going to start doing iterative releases versus like big bulky releases just to kind of give yeah. people the emotional satisfaction that they're actually moving forward and trying to do something for the customers. I think they're probably taking a a page out of their own book as far as hardware goes too, because like even with the this rain stuff, like especially the mixer, there's not a lot that's drastically different than the Mark One version, and half of it is coming in an update that is going to go to the old ones, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I, I don't want to say there there's probably a little extra hype more than there should be for for what really ultimately amounts to pretty small changes. But that's why they call it a Mark II and not a Rain 
13 or right, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, right, right. You know, so can't complain. And they're, it's nice to see that these companies are still, they're making those little changes instead of just, you know, like and some other <laughs> <laughs> just wait four years between you know updates yep. yeah. four four if you're lu- if you're lucky yeah. yeah yeah anyhow um welcome <laughs> i'd love to talk to you uh, about what has been going on in your life and uh, you know especially as a dj but um just to kind of reintroduce you to the audience maybe uh tell us a little bit about who you are as a dj what you like to play uh, where you play and, and all that kind of the normal stuff. Started out DJing for the love. Um, everything we've done as a group with Scratchmatic and uh, uh, our hip-hop nights and the, the shows we've thrown, it was all for the love and everything like that. Um, uh, I had a, a child, so like the last eight years, kind of just the easiest way to make money for a DJ in Dayton was, you know, play a top 40 club. Uh, it worked out. Uh, Ned Peppers take care of me for years. Um I, I, I get to do, you know, a lot of the music and the style of DJing I like yeah. to do, but at the same time, you know, play to the crowd and, uh, you know, a lot of things have happened in Dayton. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had the, uh, the tragedy that happened last year. Um, almost exactly. Almost a year exactly. Ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so a lot has happened and, uh, you know, now with COVID and everything being, shut down and slow uh uh well for years i've been you know uh dave dave chappelle's been uh having me come out and do private things for him private parties uh it's constant you know just lucky you know same area it's a small hip-hop community so uh we met and he hired me to do private things and stuff but uh beginning of the summer um you know he called me and said it was going to be a little bit different and uh didn't even really tell me what it was. Uh, it happened during, you know, the protests when all that started sparking up. So mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be some sort of rally or something like right. that. But uh, I uh, we get out to the pavilion and, you know, we're all of a sudden we're doing comedy shows all summer. And uh, I've been riding that ride ever since. Uh, we've done, uh, I think, 31 shows. Wow. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's been pretty fascinating to, to watch, you know, just kind of watching your social media pages and then watching everybody else's social media mm-hmm. pages because there's this kind of like, can you get in? Are there any tickets? Yeah, Trip's got the, uh, yeah. the mask over there. Yeah. I've been there. I thought you were taking a video yes. of me for some reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, they've been kind of like, I'm watching people who are not involved, like me, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, can you get in? What's the story? What's this thing that's happening? And they, they've kind of been this... Um, People kind of just started in, quietly in, underground. Kind almost, of also yeah. in, in, acting as yeah. an example for how to do an event in 2020 with social distancing and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, you know, kind of leading by example in some way. I'm sure there's been struggles with that and you may or may Um, not want to speak to that. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, it was, they've, I was cool watching them figure it out as they go. We started, you know, with 60 guests, the first few of them. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was the normal, the rules that they've given everybody, you know, six feet apart. Um, you know, everybody wear masks and stuff like that, but, uh, it's just grown and grown. I don't know. You know, I'm not part of any of the planning or anything like that, but uh, you can just tell they do a very good job of making sure everything is so organized. And every time I go in, everybody's all taken care of. You get nowhere to go. Everybody's distanced. It's timed out right. You go get tested. And everybody that mingles in the back, we're all tested. You know, no, there's no 
they don't let anybody back unless you got your bracelet and stuff. So it's well maintained, well taken care of. Um, and the bracelet just says that you're COVID free, correct? Right. That you're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to have that. I mean, like, you know, we got our backstage passes and stuff, but, um, yeah, so there's certain areas that you, you, you know, uh, as a joke, we call it like the new racism because if you're if you're seen without a bracelet, you're like, no, get out, get out. But, every time somebody coughs or sneezes, it's, it's the bid, it's yeah. the bid. I, I, I can't even imagine trying to just just my my own like trying to be a good citizen, trying to be prepared, mm-hmm. you know, planning for this show to have five people in a very large room. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I spent I think I sent you a, an early message like, hey, just so you know, when you get here, like I wipe everything down, all the touch <laughs> sure. points, I blast all the uh, uh, doorknobs with Lysol yeah. and blah blah, and I'll do the same when you leave. Yeah, and if I wear a mask around you, don't be offended, and this and kind, you know, mm-hmm. and and it, it's a lot to really think about. It's like mm-hmm. I I want to make sure that people when they walk in, they feel comfortable. Sure. Whether or not yeah. their views on it align with mine or, right. or whatever, and I can't imagine trying to do that at any more of a scale than this. Right. I mean, well, it's, it's, be a it's lot like you said about. that whole good citizen thing. Like I said, I I, I went to one of those shows, uh, my wife and I, and you know we knew that Jesse was was playing. Sorry, fatty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't use my real name. I was going to say I've known you for twenty <laughs> years, <laughs> man. Like, just to interject, the last time you were on, when I called you fatty the first time, I was like, they're going to think I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, we knew that you were up there playing and everything. So, like, uh, you know, and I always want to say hi. And I always, you know, like, I always want to say what's up to my homies and and make sure that they know that, you know, we're there to support. But, like, you know assuming that that was the case i don't know if you noticed but like i was way over here yeah. you know to the one side of a speaker and i like stepped over just enough to where he could see me i was like Jesse! of course he couldn't hear me somebody next to him was all like hey yo yeah <laughs> gave him one of these and then went back to, back, back to our seat but uh it was it was really slick man i mean i mean all of the seats were were more than six feet apart yeah set in pairs mm-hmm. um and I mean, just, I mean, especially if you were there early, I mean, there couldn't yeah. have been more than what, I, I, I mean, I know you've done a lot of these, but I think that night that we were there, there couldn't have been more than a couple hundred people there. Right. And, and you came, yeah, it, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger right, each right. time. Um, after the fourth, uh, they pretty much kept, it's like three, I think up to, up to 400 yeah, seats yeah. now. But I mean, wow. it's, it, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, it, is it, it 400 times two or 400 total? No, it's a. Uh, Two hundred pairs. Two hundred pairs. Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, I've I've got to ask. I mean, how <laughs> we've almost glossed over the fact that you're Dave Chappelle's resident. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, well, you know, I was really into hip hop and, and in it for the love, and I met Dave Chappelle, and now I Dave Chappelle. Play for shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That that I Dave mean, Chappelle, folks. Yeah. How, that, yeah. How do you get to that point? I mean, did he had to have heard your work or somebody recommended Cuba, Cuba you? probably he, told well, him yeah. about you. Is well, no, what happened. He, uh, he's got he's friends with Issa Ali. Um, who's part of village fam uh and they would come you know they would come to uh one-eyed jacks uh for our hip-hop night all the time he knew shane creeping bear who i had wednesday night at uh so shane's from yellow springs and uh they would come there a lot and then i had a night at fox and the hound uh, tuesday night fox and the hound just like a college night uh for a few years and because it was the closest bar from where he's at he would ride his motorcycle down and he would come um until it got too crazy then he'd have to to leave but uh and then, yeah i've known him for years and then he threw you know just private parties at bread bed and breakfasts in yellow springs he would rent out solar a lot 
uh, you know, it would be spur the moment. Um, I need a DJ. And then, you know, Shane would do it a lot. And I think I got more involved when Shane just couldn't do it. So it would be me and then, um, but yeah, it just, it, it's evolved over the years. Uh, and then once he, you know, got the, the shack out there, we just party out there all the time, you know, whether it's like three or four people, he'll call me up just to come play music and I'll be playing for three Dude, or four people. That, I can't even imagine that. That has to be such a um, compliment because right. if, if Dave Chappelle is known as a connoisseur of anything besides comedy, it's, it's music, it's music yeah. and hip hop right. and, right. and, the culture. He, he yeah. has to be picky about that. I mean, if you ever hear him talk about it, he All right. has to be picky. So for him to choose you and keep calling you back and say, I want you to play some, you know, come over here and play some tribe or whatever, whatever yeah. he does. I don't know what he says. I mean, that just has to feel really awesome. It does. Uh, I think it's just, it's really easy. It's like family. We, uh, say, we listen, we came up in the same era and listened to the same music. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. It would be all the same things we would all listen mm-hmm. to and stuff. Right. I mean, it's not. Really, that you know, so you know, you already know what your strike zone is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really. I mean, that's it's easier for me to play there than, than it, it is, is like Ned it, yeah. or something. You know, I'm that's like fair. guessing what these kids <laughs> yeah. like, where I can just play the stuff I know the words to the entire song, mm-hmm. and that's and that's our whole thing at the shack. You know, it's 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 like five people, but we're like we're in high word school again. Word. Word word. <laughs> Out, outcast songs, tribe songs, Wu Tang songs, and stuff, yeah. and and, that, and that, that's like the magical part. Do you, um, Dave picks a lot of the songs, like, uh, does he? yeah, Talib Kweli de- likes to DJ a lot, which is a really cool thing we can talk about because him being one of the master MCs, he comes and like he likes to DJ and like he'll sit, like, I'll, like, I'll start out and I'll be playing and stuff like that, and then he'll show up with his computer and he'll be sitting behind me like a young, hungry DJ, like, <laughs> when's it my turn? When's it my turn? <laughs> And then he gets, and then I'll let him get, I'll let him get on, and he he doesn't want to stop. I'll I'll come back throughout the night, like you you know, you know, you good, you You good, good? you good, you know. And he's like, I'm like, he's like a young hungry DJ, like, and like I'm looking at, he's like the god MC, but yeah, right, right. Are there any? Wait your turn, man. Yeah. Are there any like flash black star sets that just happen on occasion? At the shows, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Most hasn't been there yet, but Talib's performed a few times just randomly mm-hmm. at the end of the show on the uh, Diddy Did It at yours. No, no. Um, there, there, there wasn't any musical uh, guest at, at ours, but I mean, at, we, Gina and I have been sitting there with credit card ready, like, eh. <laughs> 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 Especially once, uh, once more of those uh, uh, have, you know, the details come out, and then it's like, ah, come on. Yeah. Yeah. We've been holding out for a couple specific names, but uh, we know that they don't come out, so just been waiting on a call from you, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. No, you really yeah. want to be at this one. Hey, hey, Jesse, what does your crate look like for this <laughs> <one>? <laughs> I, I would kind of hear who was coming a couple days before, like, like the the camp would and uh they've kind of even restricted that just because right. that's cool just, though there's people have come so hungry with it they've oh got yeah facebook yeah. pages yeah and they stuff. don't have it's, to i mean yeah, and especially when things like um uh letterman you know when mm-hmm. when that when oh, that yeah. yeah when that creeps out you know you all of a sudden there's pictures of letterman and, and yeah. chappelle yeah. just sitting, sitting on a down, bench in yellow springs like, yeah, i know yeah. that bench yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i know that so, chinese yeah. restaurant too yeah. Yeah. yeah so they can they can afford to be as tight-lipped as they want now right. yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter you know you're going to get a good show yeah yeah I wonder, Jesse, if you, uh, Fatty, sorry, if you, um, <laughs> do you, do you turn it on more or less as far as the, the skills and the, the scratching and the, the technical aspects when you're playing a show like that, 
you know, with Dave and with, and with celebrities around and, and things like that than you would at Ned's or somewhere else? Does it affect you in any way or is it pretty much the same? Yeah, I mean, I'm doing 100% like when I'm at a show. Like, I'll start out, it's, I'll go back and forth. Like, from when they open the gates, people are just walking in. So I'm just playing like chill. Dave-esque hip-hop vibes, you know what I mean? Yep. But, like, you know, lower tempo, some Lauren Hill, Marley stuff, and then, you know, then I'll kind of bring it up and then back down. Because I'll, I'll play for about an hour, hour and a half. Uh, and then uh, when Trump... When it's just me, I'll do the whole thing. So I'll play, and then, you know, up until he comes out and stuff like that. When Trauma's in town, DJ Trauma, that's his yeah. uh, tour DJ. They've done thousands of shows together. Um... He's super cool and has been super cool to me, like just through the whole thing. But uh, yeah, he'll he'll come on about nine fifteen and then play and uh, for about forty five minutes until Dave comes out and then we'll kind of take turns like just playing the, the ten second things because once right. once the show starts, we're done. Like yep. we just play like the ten second thing in between each in between each yeah. comedian and yeah. um and then that's it and maybe a song at the end. Talib or one of them play brother ali played uh oh yeah uh like you know we'll drop their instrumental so it's it's a really right. easy simple job i mean it's uh it's been a treat for hell real yeah hell yeah that's that's yeah. incredible man it, it, that's so cool that you get to have something that special you know especially in a time like now when i mean that that's such a, a rarity yeah you know it's that that's a moment of time a flash in the pan that you've managed to be a yeah, huge lightning part in a bottle, of it, yeah. rather that oh. you've managed to to capture. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, like so. Yeah, within that hour and a half, I'll like I'll go up and down. I'll play. You know, the climate's been. Uh, when I first started out, I was playing like a lot of uh, anti-police. You know, <laughs> sure. songs like that. <laughs> like you know, know, know your some KRS One song. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. NWA type stuff. You yep. know that. Uh, but then you know, uh, but it's kind of gotten out of that. You know, we just you know. Try to, you know, just like he says, uh, everybody comes now thinking because of 846, he's going to say some woke stuff. But <laughs> right. He's like, now, now it's just going to be pussy jokes. Uh, <laughs> that was, that, hands down, so. we, we died laughing as soon as he said that. Like, because I mean, we did, we didn't know what to expect, but yeah, yeah we get out there and he's all like, y'all thought I was going <laughs> to. Yeah. Were, were you there for that recording of 846? Yes, I was were right. I was, if you pan the camera, Two feet. I'd have been sitting right there. Wow. Can I ask you? I mean, t tell me what was the temperature of, yeah, the, of the room, yeah. quote unquote? Like, what was that atmosphere? Bring us there. Well, wait, wait, wait. before you before you answer that, did anybody know that that's what that was going to be? No, none yeah. of us. We just had a message that day. Yeah, like, uh, uh, like, because I was going out to the shack a whole bunch. Um, you know, he's when he's in town on there like three or four nights a week. Like he he goes hard, <laughs> he goes hard like, because it's it's uh, red wine. It's, 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 yeah, it's just it's his man cave. So I mean, like yeah. it's just like one of us going to. It's like you come into your garage or mm -hmm. something like that. He yeah. he, you know, he goes to spots. It's his just, fortress of solitude. He can, you know, yeah. he just has wants to have somebody playing music because if when I'm not there, it's he's playing off his phone mm -hmm. and he's just not the type to like curate so yeah. it's like a bother to go in there and find a song and have to hit play and stuff Cause, so to like have somebody playing like he, you know he, he'll call me at like nine o'clock yo can you be here in an hour and i'll do wow. it because it's well, easy yeah. like sometimes i'll just go plug in my computer and we'll watch a boxing match or something hmm. is so, he real camera shy in a situation like that when it's more private no he's uh 
he'll uh chilling with dave like he, he'll he'll grab the mic like quite a few times he'll turn off the music and just start talking he likes to uh he likes to show love to everybody he likes to you know whatever's going on if it's somebody's birthday he'll take 30 minutes to sit there and shout them out and it'll be personal and it's it's a couple times he came to the dev and the dude shows man like i'd never come across him and he was at those shows and he was just amazing Mm -hmm. like just talking just giving everybody love like having conversations with philly phil right there on stage like (laughs) shouting him out for throwing the shows Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he knows what that means and he knows that Mm -hmm. what his power does so he tries to do that for a lot of people and what um what he's doing out there with uh everybody that works out there is from ohio Mm -hmm. um all the workers, the bathroom workers, the security and stuff like that, it's all from Ohio, and he, he meant to do that. That's awesome. Um, even with, like, you know, even me and stuff like that, he's, you know, just bringing everybody together and, you know, shows love and then shouts out, like, you know, food trucks like Fat and Rich and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They've been out to his house a few times now. Awesome. Um, and, like, Donnell's the same way. He, uh, he's, he's shown love to Fat and Rich. uh Freeman, yeah, shirts. Freeman stuff. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I just you know they uh, they loved his design and Freeman gave me a bunch of shirts and I gave them to everybody. They love them, been wearing them. And, shout out uh, Matt Freeman, another him. repeat guest yep. here on the yeah. show. So it's all love. There, it's all family. They're saying you know it's it's you know uh, Ohio's the new Hollywood. Well, no, no, no. Because <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, less, they, the, less he, the earthquakes. Well, no, they. I mean, they kept making reference to that at, the, at least the, the show that, to. yeah, the show that, that we went to. I mean, they kept re- referencing like you know how you know COVID is shutting everything mm-hmm. down. So now that they've you know worked with the the current situation, they figured this thing out. And now, like you know, you've got all these big name people, you know, in the comedy circuits and now music that's coming out here Mm -hmm. i mean yeah and and it's funny because that night i'm sure they do it every night but they just keep making reference to how they're out there throwing a comedy show in the middle of a Mm cornfield like (laughs) (laughs) i knew what uh, donnell rollins his whole his whole act has now shifted to talking about his experiences here which is an extra cool thing like you can see like the ones that have been there regularly like mo and michelle and yeah they uh their their acts are kind of like you know they start talking about their experiences here. Michelle's talking about you know being here and having six periods here and stuff like that, and, <laughs> um, which is a fun thing. And uh, you know, Danelle talks about um you know his experiences here like uh, kayaking and stuff like that, which a lot of them haven't done before, and he, right, right. you know makes fun of you know when they all went and stuff like that. So it's it's really unique to uh you know being from Ohio and watching these people from Brooklyn and LA coming right. and talking about how they kayaked for the first time and they love it and they're putting it into their show. It's pretty neat. I, I yeah. feel like we need to give them uh, one of our GoPros and just say like, fill this up full of your <laughs> yeah. like, whatever you want to catch. I got a chest strap for them. Yeah. <laughs> is that seriously a thing or is it like, nah, the cameras are a little, too, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, phones are always uh, a no around there. He yeah. just uh, doesn't want to, you know, deal with it. I mean, just like, when he's on, it's okay. Uh, they don't want, you know, phones in there, of course, you know, recording yeah. the show and stuff. So right. it's locked. But uh, even with, uh, you know, being backstage or at the shack or anything like that, just, you know, it's just a mutual respect. It's that whole, yeah. you know, uh, just no phones, no recording, yeah. no pictures and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he He's fine with, like, pictures, you know, just, uh, but, like, when he's in public, if you do one, you're going to do a thousand of them. Mm-hmm. So... It's he just he's he's a 
really nice guy about it. I've seen him have to say no a thousand times, and it's yeah. like, man, I would get so... But he just, you know, he knows how to respectfully just say, no, I can't, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's got to take a special, either a special kind of person or a very practiced yeah. <laughs> routine to, to know how to work through that and yeah. handle it. Without just saying, you know what, fuck y'all. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, if there's not a lot of people around, he'll he'll take a picture with that's somebody. Cool. But, cool. uh, you know, if there's a lot of people, then, you know, because I've seen it happen. Um, and that's why I said, like, One-Eyed Jacks, you know, or, or at uh, Fox and a Hound years ago. He would sit there, you know, and as long as everybody was cool, he's cool. But then, like, people would literally, like, just stare or come up, right. walk up and say, hey, you know, do you care if I get a picture? Just straight off the bat. And uh, and then, like, you, <laughs> one person starts talking, mm-hmm. then you start, right. you start getting a yeah. crowd. And it's just like, really, people? But, I mean, it's understandable. But and, you know. He, he just walks away when that happens. Yeah. And, I mean, I, for me, I don't know if it's just a different mentality than all of that. Like, I mean, I've I've had my picture taken with some celebrities, you know, through throughout. But mm-hmm. like for me, like I, I don't know if it's just been the people that we've been around, or maybe it's just a different mindset. But I mean, I, I always have thought of it from that angle. Like, you know, if it's a more intimate environment, and okay, cool, you know, you get to talking to somebody, and then you know, before you leave, hey, you mind if I grab a picture with you right. or something like that? Uh, you know. Uh, but, Rather than just assaulting them, right? But, but I, because I mean, yeah, I I yeah. don't know how I would be able to to take that or how I yeah. would be able to manage that. See, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like, if, and it's been happened several times. Like, well, during traveling, I'll just see some, especially like in the sporting world. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll see some, like, oh shit, you know, that's so and so, and I just like, you know, there with his family, I'm like, give him a nod or whatever, and just like leave him alone. But then, if I see them giving pictures or signing autographs or whatever, then I'll go. Like, I, I'm not going to be the first one to go interrupt mm-hmm. what it is, you know, because, like, they're on vacation with their family. Right. Or right. they're just trying to be a normal person for just a little bit. You know, and I, I, I respect that. I, I just respect their space yeah. right. and their privacy and their time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with their and if their family's with them, I always thank the family, too, for letting me take a picture with them because I've had yeah. several wives look at me like, wow. Like, come on. Thank you. No, like, <laughs> like thank you. Like, because no one ever says, you know, anything to the family but they're they're oh, right. they're being inconvenienced too yeah you know so i always make it a point to you know give some love to to yeah. mama and the kids mm-hmm. you know as well so yeah for me like if i say anything at all to like most of the time it's thank, thank you thank you yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's plain yeah. and simple you, you know? know like for example uh uh slug from rhyme sayers yeah. like i mean i can't tell you how many rhyme sayers or atmosphere shows that i've been to over the years i don't have a single picture with slug i don't have a single picture with any of them but you know uh but sean he he hangs out you know in front of the venues before that, all that of their freaked shows. me out when we went to that urban show and i you know, right, was just right, right. like what yeah <laughs> but you know i've shaken his hand i can't tell you how yeah. many times and i've never said more than two words to him and it's yeah. always been thank you because you know i've grown up with his music sure. and, and i mean it speaks to mm-hmm. you know speaks to me I, I grew up with that and i identify with it so and, and, and that's how somebody you, like and that's how Dave. you met your wife yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I always but remember that. Whenever, like I, a, whenever I hear atmosphere, I always think about you too <laughs> right. your first, your first date. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could call it the first date. It was a, <laughs> that was a shit show, is what that was. But, <laughs> um, but no, the um, uh, but with Dave, like never met him. 
but you know huge fan of his work you know from way back but you know i we we all know people who have seen him all over the place and mm-hmm. all stuff like that so like even just remotely given the opportunity yeah. it would just be thank you because from, he's, from, yeah. he's done so much he loves for, that he loves the thank you and he yeah. loves talking to people and he it's just this is when it gets overwhelming right right or when yeah when there's quite a few people then it's, yeah, but I mean, for me, it's kind of like Bigfoot. Like I always hear people say, "Oh yeah, I saw yeah. Dave Chappelle at the gym. I saw Dave." And I was like, "I've yeah. lived here for ten years yeah. and never seen him once." Right, <laughs> man. But yeah, it, uh, it, I, what I think I really like, or what I really respect about him, is that he's always been real. You yeah. know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. I mean, in everything, and then it, you know, just when you think you've got his comedy or his personality figured out, and then whoop, you know, yeah, yeah, like well, it's so cool too because you know, it's 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 not very often that somebody will will kind of stay and like represent Ohio and like. Not just represent. That's what I was going to say. Not just represent, but everything he's he's done for the community. I mean, especially after After what happened last year, especially after the Oregon district shooting. Yeah, Yeah. he really is like he's like a local treasure. You know, so it's like when when you say, "Oh, I saw Dave." Like everybody knows who Who Dave Dave is. is. It's like Madonna, right? It's it's just kind of a neat thing. um, I I do want to, if I can, um, come back to the eight forty six. Is it forty six? Right, eight forty six. And, and share as much as you want because I'm sure that's that was an intense moment. But just kind of, what what was the room or not the room, but the 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 crowd reaction to that? And you know, I was what, trying not to cry like multiple times. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, like it was just, it was. I mean, everybody was laughing and stuff too. He's got that magic and be able to go just back and forth. Like he'll just be so deep for a second, and then just say something off the wall and, and then bring it right back. But uh. It's what was needed for a lot of people. Like, I don't know, just everybody's like, what should I, you know, what's going on? You know, it just kind of pulled everybody together as far as like that, our whole camp. But kind we, of uniting. Like, none of us were, yeah, like, you know, Dave doesn't talk about, except probably with, you know, a few people, what he's going to say or what he's going to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was surprised and moved. Well, and I think that was that for especially for Dave, I think that was a, a I think that was a really powerful way to say, you know, you don't have to look to me. Like right. there are there are plenty of other people who can and will and are the leaders uh and it it doesn't matter what I say. Right. Even though it does matter, you know, but but you know, it's it's him trying to say, you know, I'm not the only one that carries a torch here, you know, so I'm 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 stepping back, right. but here's how I feel about it. Now you all, you know, the the let the people like, speak, right? Like Talib is, I think, uh, you know, he put something out there that was like, you know, there are a lot of people on different paths. As long as it's all progress, keep moving forward, mm-hmm. you know. So. You know, where Dave, where, what Dave's path is, is not necessarily the same path as all of us. You know, we're all doing what we can, how we can, you know, in our own lives and in our own circles. So mm-hmm. I think that was, that was a really powerful, uh, succinct way for Dave to put that out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. that. Sure. Man, I like I I hate to just keep hammering about that because there's there's so many things that we could keep talking <laughs> right. to you about now that you're here. Um, you know, we we kind of glossed over the the Scratchmatic era, um, 
you know, former uh, turntable band, I guess you would, you could almost. Yes. Uh, that's what I was going to say. How do we segue back to that? Because yeah. that's how you and I met. Because if yeah. you remember, it, yeah. what, was, was it elbows? Yeah. I know, yeah. I know, oh, I know wow. it's an odd transition. That's a, that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it's an odd transition, so to speak, but I, I would love to, to talk a little bit about that just because I, you know, I remember watching, even in my, my kind of earliest, um, my earliest days going out where I was interested in this sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you guys were up there and it was the first time that I saw that sort of, um, everybody's playing an instrument, but they're all turntables, but you know, yeah. I've got a bass line and I've got a vocal and I've got, you know, hi hats and, and tops and stuff. And so, I mean, like, did you guys just form that as a band? Like, Hey, we're all turntablists. We should do this. Or, I mean, how, how did that evolve well, uh, to be? Etch and No Neck Ned, that was the original Scratchmatic Assassins. Okay. And uh, they started doing I was, uh, I started, you know, doing uh, like house music and raves and stuff like that. That's mm. how I started on turntables. But then, you know, I always listened to hip hop growing up. But just uh, what got me playing on turntables was Jinko's Raven <laughs> house music. And then, Very you know, cool. ju- it was just house, jungle. <laughs> And techno, like, that was like maybe some three, break beats yeah, here and there. <laughs> yeah, break beats. Um, and uh, but then I started watching the uh, the DMC videotapes. Mm. They were video, you know, we only mm. had VCRs back then, mm-hmm. so it was like the 97, 98, 99, yep. 2000 DMCs and watched them over and over and over again. And then uh, me and this other guy who uh, I was dating a girl who went to Wright State, a uh, guy in her class um, who we got together and partied a lot. He liked my turntables. He had rich parents that bought him like some techniques and everything like that. So we lived together and we basically battled every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, me and Paul Hester um, uh, sat there and like basically learned to scratch and juggle watching these videos. Uh and then uh, just through the scene, uh, of course, went down to Super Duper Fresh Wednesdays, the hip-hop spot where DJs are playing, um, met Etch and everybody, and then was like, yo, we scratched too. So uh, just started showing up every week. And that's all it was, was nobody said, okay, would well, you want to be in our group or nothing like that? It was just all the DJs were showing up every week and we were doing it. And then, uh, when a time came to where like, Oh, you guys need a name or something like that. You know, we stuck with Scratchmatic, but, um, that's cool. I didn't we never thought that. about any of that. It was just doing it every week for the love. It's an organic thing that went along with the open mic that we did as well. Um, but, uh, you know, we basically, of course, just doing the scratching and the DJ and watching the battles. And, you know, we learn of the executioners and, uh, mm. and, uh, 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 q and all them, the um, Visible Scratch Pickles. And we basically mimicked them using their records and stuff. Yeah. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't much to work with. Uh, it, you know, just got into the art of DJing. It was, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, for, for me around that time, it was hilarious because, uh, you know, if I was in Cincinnati, it was it was uh, Animal Crackers. When I was a date, and it was Scratchmatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we, I introduced ourselves as that. We're like, um, I'd say we're Scratchmatic. We're the we're the Animal Crackers of Dayton. <laughs> just, just to confuse everyone, yeah, I, said, I said that a hundred times. Yeah. Um, so as a, as a DJ playing house and techno, you said you liked hip hop a lot. Did you have a hip hop DJ 
that you actually listened to or that influenced you outside of your Qberts and Baboos and stuff like your like for me it was Jam Master J. Before that, and it wasn't a specific one. It was just like I was. I grew up in Pickle, Ohio. I was raised on uh, Yo MTV raps. I had an older sister and an the older CNN cousin. The CNN of hip hop. <laughs> um, I was I was the youngest out of my sister and my cousin and stuff. And you know they we grew up just listening and watching MTV Yo MTV raps and stuff like that. Um, Back when there was music. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like early high school and stuff. You know, just. Uh, Started going to raves and stuff like that. Um, so it wasn't really like Bad Boy Bill was the man when I first started yeah. DJing. Yeah. You know, I didn't have like a favorite. D- I mean, I love the art of DJing and scratching, you know. And then, of course, you know, you have all the ones that you would see like on, you know, MTV reps from like Run DMC and this, like, the, you know, your DJs. But, uh, but the real like DJ I really focused on first was just like Bad Boy Bill and stuff like that because like he was cutting and scratching and like I loved house music yeah like right. I like jungle drum and bass and stuff like that but um, house music was where it was at for me like because I danced and stuff um, right. so I started playing out in house but then you know uh, jungle and drum and bass is just so fun to scratch to <laughs> so like you know right. I, you know I would do that and, like I never classified like in the beginning I classified I was a house DJ. But then, you know, once you move on, it was just like hard to classify yourself. It's like, man, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I always right. hated wanting to like classify myself or and that might have hurt me, too, as far as like my early career, like why I've like moved on to Neds and never just evolved into like the EDM scene or anything like that, because right. I never promoted myself as one thing or pigeonholed myself. Like if I would just I'm a Fatty Lumpkin house DJ. <laughs> right. Did house and was known for house, kind of like, you know, how a well, couple but, people from Dayton latched on to dubstep and right. yeah. held on to that and kind of made themselves then, a name with that or something. And they went down with that ship. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, to that point, though, that's. I don't I don't know that there was a right answer to any of that though because like you know there was definitely something to be said for okay I've got a moniker and you can attach it to this mm-hmm. and and when people show up they know what they're going to get yeah. um but then there's also uh the benefit of you know you're fatty lumpkin so you don't know what you're going to get yeah. when you show up to certain places i mean you know it just depends on the on the venue and the vibe and, right. and what it is so i don't know that there's ever been a right answer to that for me personally i've had no less than half a dozen monikers mm-hmm. you know across however many different genres over the years um and you know it it's a lot of work to do that yeah. like but, you know because if you want to if you want to have you know this brand that people can identify to, mm-hmm. and then when you're not using that, just put it aside. There's a lot of work in that. Hell, yeah. just having two Instagram accounts, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that, right, that, right. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Fast. That's what I'm thinking in my head right now. I'm like, man, I get what you're saying. Like having multiple hats, so you're just like a uh, uh, Firecat. How he's got House yep. Cat now, right. and Firecat, yep. and the same thing yeah. with uh, Mr. Shifter and Jackie Boy. Yep. You know, yeah. so that way when you see the name, you know what you're getting. Yeah. But like for me, it's like I, I'm like. I'm all over the damn place, yeah. you know, depending on whether I'm doing a wedding, I'm doing corporate, I'm doing fitness, yeah. you know, or I'm streaming from home. So it's like for me to try and dice that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd have to have like four Instagram accounts. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think the conclusion I drew on that was like, cause I, I kind of had the same, you know, we all go through this, like, do I create a new project for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not? Right. And I'm like, okay, if I get to the point where I'm really serious about a particular kind of sound, like I want to go make 
an EP or an album or something that is drastically different than what people would expect when they when they go out, then I'll just create a project for that and I'll you know I'll call it the whatever project and then that'll be its own name and right. and, and I've just never gotten serious enough about it for it to be a problem, so I just keep <laughs> calling myself David. Right, yeah. right. And, and it's even interesting, like you know, quote you know mainstream big name guys like even doing that because was it Soul Pilot or. Test pilot. Test, pilot. test pilot, yeah, yeah. yeah test pilot and dead mouse, you know, completely different sounds, but still having the ability to like you know exactly what you're getting when you yeah. hear dead mouse versus test pilot. Yeah. Well, me, that was, was like, just I, so he could get on the movement lineup, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Tag with Richie. I don't know, Snoop got on there. Yeah. yeah. yeah DJ Snoopadelic. Yeah. Snoopadelic, yep. I never really had a choice. It's like I started out playing house and stuff, you know, El Diablo and all that. Right, you know, right. You guys and Howard. Yeah, yeah. And then started doing the Scratchmatic thing, and that just went that way. Mm. Right. So it well, wasn't like I was just, I was just like, okay, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, that's where I went, but it wasn't like I was just okay, now I want to do this. It was just like, I was, we were showing up every week and now we're Scratchmatic and right. we're a turntable band. It's like, so oh, you guys just practice a lot, DJ kind now. of fed off of each other? We never practiced at all, ever. Um, mm, really? It was just, yeah, we uh, did one or two nights a week, every week. And uh, that's, even that's more when we jammed out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, yeah I mean, we got together at the house and jammed and stuff like that, but we was never like, let's practice. And I don't know, um, we we there was a couple of times we had projects where we would try to sit down and map out like a, a turntablism like record. A routine. Yeah, oh, okay. it's it's just like you know a band or something. It's like you're trying to do counts and stuff, and I don't know. It just uh, we always just did way better just jamming. We just freestyled everything. We would go That's do showers cool. every uh, the little mini tours we did to like Buffalo and Vermont and stuff like that. Um, little hip hop tours. We would just go up there and jam. I would start drum. I would usually drum. They would make me uh, just, you know, I'd be able to hold the the, uh, the counts and everything like that better. And it was cleaner, but uh, uh, we would just jam. And uh, that's been the whole thing. Everybody's like, when, when's the Scratchmatic album? So it's like, yeah, that's probably never going to happen. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, you, you, it's all you organic. Just record, you know, a Monday night maybe. But um, yeah. that was just always been our stick. Up. If, you know, it's, it's probably lazy, but... Uh, that's just what we enjoy doing. It's always been for the fun. And that's kind of how we all fell apart is when money got involved. It's just, mm, it's tough. Just, you know, people, you know, Don, you know, wanted to cook and had this new love for cooking to start, you know, being the head chef at Coco's and was doing his art there and loved it. And, mm. you know, Etch was doing his graffiti and that's gone 100% well for him and yeah. stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I started doing Ned Peppers, uh, which I love, but, you know, uh, you know, real hardcore way of looking at it. It's like selling out, but, you know. It's, That's what it, pays the bills. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, it yeah, pays yeah. the bills. But, yeah, I mean, I get a, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you got to play all top 40 and stuff like that. And that's, but I get to mix it and cut it and scratch it and mix it. And these kids don't know what happened. You know, right. they, everywhere else you go. They're hearing stop and play and, you know, their right. friends' parties and stop and play. Like, you know, they haven't heard Cardi B and Drake and Migos mixed up yeah. and remixed. Before I knew who you were, I actually went in there one night and I'm like, man, this guy, this fucker's crushing it. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I was like, he's way in the hell up there. I was like, he's just killing it. And I yeah. was like, 
and, the and best it, part would be the the live streams. Like he would just you know start streaming from yeah. his phone and okay. just then cutting it. And you you would you would see like it, like everybody's just dancing, but every now and then like you could tell he was like he was he, he was getting on it, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you would see you would see the people who know what's going yeah. on. And they, and they would up. turn up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I would just down there. I, I was just drinking. I was just having a drink because my wife was out with her girlfriends or something. I was yeah. like, who the who the Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse, are you willing to, to stay and, and do some cuts for yeah, us here for, sure. for a little bit? Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us here in studio and yes. coming back on the show. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to plug for the audience, any social media or anything like that? Um, no, I just have my Instagram, Fatty Lumpkin. Um, I think I'm Jesse Tupair on Facebook. Yeah, T-W-O. Um, I don't promote anything or anything like that just it's me and he, pictures he, of my kid and he, he live some streams he I live do. streams quite often folks so yeah, dial in yeah. instagram post uh, clips yeah yeah i don't it's not very good quality i don't but uh people need to see you, your your work man because yeah. We, we yeah you know this this whole time we're having discussion about it but they really need to see what it is that you do so we're going to record some footage of you here as well if that's okay, cool good. and maybe post some clips and cool. sh- show the world what it is that fatty lumpkin does man. okay cool so yeah. thanks so much, man. Yes, thank you. you know, COVID <laughs> elbow. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening, and keep on spinning. Yeah. Easy. Yeah.